glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Time's a charm, folks. Let's do this. Let's not waste any more time. It's Friday, June 18th, 2021. It's your host, as always, Gabriel Hernandez here. Obviously, you know me from, obviously, Kicking with the King as well as Severely Open-Minded. Brand new episode of Severely Open-Minded will be uh, this Thursday. Don't miss it, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait for that. Um, We skipped out on an episode this week because... Quite simple, ladies and gentlemen. Had a break. Had two days off. Had had some time to relax. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, every single week, obviously, like I said, we have a show. We have two shows and stuff. But I had some things I wanted to do and I wanted to relax and stuff like that. But uh, that's a different story for a different day. Like I said, welcome then to episode 358 of Kicking It with the King. Um, it's good to be back here. Um, hopefully, all my California residents and friends and fans and family are all staying inside. I know it's holy shit. I know it's fucking hot outside. It's really hot outside. What what, what are the degrees right now? Let's check out the degrees. What are the degrees? Does, does it show? My phone usually shows me. Uh, 102 degrees outside. So, yeah, that's pretty fucking insane if you ask me. But, hey, it's a California heat wave. It's summer. Um get to see all the beautiful women out there dancing around especially if you're over there on the beach i mean now that california is fully open there's a lot of places that are uh dropping the mask mandate and uh, allowing everybody to go around so hey if they're doing that shit at the beach sign me up for the beach i might as i might go to the beach next uh the next uh time i have some days off and stuff so that that will be fun i mean hopefully thinking about that i mean the next day that i uh have off is like the 30th or something my birthday's coming up it's on the second i have the second off i I officially asked for it specifically to be off on that day so i mean i don't know what i'm gonna do on that day but maybe have a pre-birthday party before the birthday party so um, i don't know how all that's gonna happen because you know how you you suggest certain or ask for certain days off they may switch them around so i I really don't know how that's gonna go so i don't want to get too excited about that but the main thing is i have that day off maybe best case scenario ladies and gentlemen for me would be July 1st and July 2nd, or July 2nd and July 3rd, whichever one works perfect for me, but uh, I can't wait for that, so like I said, my birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks, um, what's today, June, yeah, it's June 18th, so I'm excited more so for my birthday because, oh, here we go again, the addiction is back, ladies and gentlemen, the addiction is back. I mean, just I've talked about it so many times here on the show. I mean, online shopping is so addicting because the simple f- fact of swiping left or swiping right—it's mainly I think it's swipe right to pay. I do believe on certain applications. Um, Amazon, I think you can you just click add to your cart or buy this particular product now, and you know you go through it and. Oh my God, it's it's so easy, but yet, boom! Every time you do it, it's just different amounts of money, 
getting pulled out of your fucking bank account. But hey, it's all worth it, ladies and gentlemen. I end up um, doing some early birthday shopping for myself, and I figured, why not, man? Might as well, man. The last two weeks of of here have been absolutely crazy, so I've been the amount of stress that I put myself through and the things that I went through and stuff. I feel it, it's most necessary to do stuff like that. So I did buy myself a couple of gifts. We'll talk about that stuff in a little bit too. Um, we got some, we got fights this weekend too. So I mean, like I said, I'm not pay per view or anything like that. So you know me, I really only um, listen and or literally only talk about probably like the pay per views or unless it's like a really big card and stuff. So um, the next pay per view coming up is actually a Poirier versus Connor three. That that one should be absolutely exciting and i can't wait for that one and always ladies and gentlemen we are available everywhere you get your shows exclusively on spotify exclusively on apple Podcasts. everywhere you get your podcast same thing as well for um, severely open-minded is also available everywhere you get your shows once a week every single week um same network, same platform as uh, Kicking It With The King. So be sure to listen and subscribe and listen to the latest and uh, the greatest episodes of Severely Open Minded. Now available. Brand new podcast. Uh, talk about health, wellness, entertainment, anything under the sun, anything that's not fight related, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to subscribe to a brand new episode of Severely Open Minded each and every single week and do follow us on social media at kw tk pod as well uh, g the king um underscore official as well as real g the king underscore on twitter as well let me take these headphones off real quick hold on let me turn on the fan and we are back but yeah, man. So, um, I was uh, so I was on Walmart, right? I, I have a tendency, like in the past. I mean, I've done it too for like Christmas for myself, and I think like one of the last birthdays or one of the, like uh, like a uh, birthday or, or I don't remember how many birthdays ago. I just remember the moments and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so I bought myself like a iPhone six S Plus or something. Like a couple, like a, it was like a couple birthdays ago. Now thinking about it, I think yeah, I don't remember. I, all I remember is that I, I talked about wanting my phone that I had back that I had cracked that, un, wrongfully like lost and it was broken and I wasn't able to, you know, um, continue using it because it was smashed and you know not just anyone around. Not just everyone in the world can sit around and afford iPhones or afford new Androids. So, you know, it, it was more so like a, a big accomplishment for me. So, like growing up when you didn't have that much stuff versus like when you're older, you're working, you're working hard, all your bills are paid, you got some extra money on the side. That's, you know, that's a good part about it. That's a, that's a really cool part about it. And nowadays, it's like, yeah, I mean, I'll buy myself some really cool things and really cool items and shit that I think I could find uh, useful for myself and stuff, especially for the upcoming uh, episodes of the podcast. So that's kind of like exactly what I did. I'm really excited for um, this upcoming birthday because, I, I mean, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. All I know is that I feel like I'm going to have a really good time, and, and I'm, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, I believe July 2nd is on a, a Friday, I do believe so. A Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, and a, and a birthday? Are you kidding me? That That's ultimate setup for greatness. I, I am excited for that one. I, I cannot wait for that one. As I'm taking a puff of the stizzy, man. Maybe we should get some brand new stizzies, too. And maybe get, like, a pack of something for, uh, for the upcoming uh, birthday, so... You know, I tend to like to treat myself as I did. Um, so, moving along to what I... <coughs> excuse me. Moving along to the gifts. Alright, so you know that... You know, I'm a Android and iPhone kind of guy. I don't I don't have the iPhone actually anymore. I actually sold that. Only reason why is because I really kind of don't need two phones. I have one phone. The other one wasn't even connected to service. It's more so like for Wi-Fi and, and for extra music. And, and well, I have Apple Music on there and, you know, a device so I can kind of look 
and watch some shit while I'm on my phone, like texting or, or looking at some other shit. And it's like I got a TV right in front of me I can still play on my phone. You know, there's a lot of people like that. Like, a lot of people have, like, two devices. Like, something to look at, like, to watch TV. Maybe so, more so, like, the television. Someone has a TV, a flat screen, and a phone or something, or a tablet and a phone. But, hey, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, I, I kind of wanted to join the, the squad. I mean, it, it was a crazy gift. I was thinking about it for a while. It took me a while to think about it. And I was thinking, you know, why not get myself something nice? But, yeah, man, I, buy, I definitely got a, um, a good deal for sure. Um, but, yeah, it was like an iPad, an 8th gen. I mean, because, like I said, it, it, it said it came out in 2020, I do believe, or 2000, late 2019 or some shit. But, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not, I like... I love the newer models of the iOS devices, but like if the brand no most brand newest one, I was like it's no different than the ones I usually get. And there's these are things that I've wanted for a while. So yeah, I mean, brand new iPad um, for the studio and for for kicking it with the king. And we can do our interviews off there. We can do um, we can do podcasts off there. Um, it, I I got this waterproof. Uh, shockproof, weatherproof case, as you know, I like to have with all my phones and stuff. Like any one of my uh, top dollar devices or important shit that I have, like my phone, like my phones and my uh, every single device that I have. You know, I like to have a really good case for it too. So you know, I mean, I'm addicted to buying good cases. I mean, my phone right now has a waterproof case on it, and you know, you drop it everywhere, and you're just thinking in your head, I'm thankful that I have a fucking case because if not I would have dropped that shit on the floor and that would have been bigger and that would have been a big problem but yeah so the iPad I, I, I'm excited for that one man it's a good that's a big gift too and it's a nice uh, it was a little well deserved gift especially for I mean especially if you can add a keyboard to it I'm more of like a keyboard kind of guy and if I could connect it to a keyboard man that'd be cool but I'm more using it for like streaming it and uh and you know watching shit and, and doing shit on the podcast and editing some stuff and probably have a bigger screen to edit on the podcast and stuff so i'm not really into laptops and stuff but something a little bit more mobile than a laptop i mean a laptop is mobile but hey it's not as mobile as i'm thinking so i'm excited for uh, the brand new ipad to get here and uh hey man let, let's get it on happy early birthday to oneself and speaking of streaming ladies and gentlemen i also made the choice to finally Join drum roll, please. I believe we had a button for that, didn't we? Why don't we just push the button instead of like hammering down away on the desk? But uh, yeah. So speaking of streaming, ladies and gentlemen, I enjoyed. I I enjoyed. I enjoyed, and I joined Paramount Plus. Goodness gracious, ladies and gentlemen, if you want access to all your favorite shows back in the day when you were a kid. Oh, your favorite classic Nickelodeon classics, dude. They have every fucking thing on this app, dude. I'm not even joking right now. Like, I'm not going to sit here and talk about some shit that I don't think is true. But let's go right in the app, actually. I was, like, literally breaking out every single thing that we have here. But I was on a kick after that. Like, I was watching some uh, Fairly Odd Parents yesterday. I mean, the brand new iCarly show that, that, that uh, came out, It's you know, um, on Paramount Plus exclusively. And, um, very fucking interesting, very fun. It's pretty wild to think like you know, it's so different. It's not so different, but it's like in the it's like the grown up version of the original sitcom that was on Nickelodeon for like four seasons or some shit like that. So that's pretty cool. I mean, they have a let's go over to the fun section, all right? So not only do they have like all the top Nickelodeon shows, but like they have the classic SpongeBob SquarePants, the classic iCarly. Uh, Fairly Odd Parents, the entire season. Zoe One Hundred One was a big one when I grew up. Um, Sam and Cat, oh Drake and Josh, Ned's Declassified. That one was a solid show growing up. Uh, Victorious. I mean, for the little kids, you got Dora the Explorer, the Rugrats, Hey Arnold, Big Time Rush, Jimmy Neutron, the series. Dude, there's so many fucking classics on here. If you're looking for a place to watch all your classics, ladies and gentlemen. Paramount Plus is the place to go. Four ninety nine a month plus tax, I do believe, and nine ninety nine per month plus tax as well. If you want no ads and a couple of other extra things, but more so, the ads aren't as bad. Especially when it access to all this as well. And if you're a CBS watcher, as I am too, 
I watch a lot of shows on CBS too. I mean, they have a lot of the crime shows on there. They have Survivor, NCIS, Hawaii Five O. If you're a fan of Blue Bloods, I mean, I watch a couple episodes myself. I'm more so into like SWAT. SWAT on CBS just got renewed for a season five, so we will await that as uh, we use this app now. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, it's a BET channel, the MTV, Smithsonian Channel, Comedy Central. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of streaming, so I was just like, you know what? Let me see what the fuck's on here. I mean, I was literally just going to subscribe to it for uh, iCarly. You know what I mean? But, hey, it caught my attention a lot more than just... But, yeah, that's an ultimate, uh, absolutely phenomenal app. I mean, I added to the list of what I already have with the Disney Plus bundle. It comes with the Hulu and the, the ESPN Plus as well, but... Also at Paramount Plus now on the sites. So, I mean, it's definitely, I got a lot of good shit to watch now. So, I mean, that's been my thing, like, for Hulu and shit. Like, there's been some shows that I have found and I've seen and that I've liked. Like, you know, I have a lot of my favorites and shit on there, but I don't really know everything that's on there completely. And I, I think I said this yesterday or something like that. I was thinking, like, you know, I'm trying to find a good show that I can just be absolutely stuck on. Like, something that... When I, when I get home or I get done with whatever it is that I'm doing, like I, I want to watch it. Like I want something that gets me hell excited to want to watch it. And I'm just like, you know, that that was a uh, kind of the one of the episode, uh, one of the episodes that I watched yesterday on Disney Plus. Actually, um, since we're talking about streaming, you might as well continue the conversation. Um, the brand new Loki series on Disney Plus, amazing fucking show. By all means, if you haven't checked that one out. Be sure to check that one out, too, on Disney+. Plus. Loki, the brand new Loki series. I think it's like the first two episodes are out already, I do believe. At episode three, um, there's a brand new episode of it every Wednesday, I do believe, on Disney+. Plus. So be able to check that one out. That one is absolutely crazy. And for me personally, I've never been really a big fan of Loki. I'm like, I'm a fan, but I'm not like a uh, over-the-hill, like over-the-fucking-top fan of Loki. I mean... If you want to talk about over-the-top fan-wise, that's me with Iron Man. Now, Loki, I paid attention to him. I seen him in the Avengers, and, and I realized he was one of the bad guys for a while, especially in the first Avengers. But I didn't have, like, an emotional attachment to him. I mean, obviously, if you remember Infinity War, when Thanos choked Loki unconscious and killed him and broke his neck, I mean, that was a big moment for a lot of people. I mean, for me, I was just like... Uh, I don't, I really don't, I mean, it's alright, I mean, I guess I'm not really too attached to him, maybe, more so for Iron Man's death, uh, go in the future, and you go to the, um, Avengers Endgame, the Iron Man's death in Avengers Endgame was probably a little bit more, uh, you know, it hurt more than, like, a Loki death, but overall, the Loki series is absolutely fantastic, it's really interesting, and, uh, I can't wait for episode 3 to come out, that's, a, if you're wondering where I'm going to be on Wednesday, I'm gonna be watching, uh, Loki, the brand new Loki series, because that's a great show, too, uh, so yeah, I've just been streaming, um, had a little, uh, wait, was it yesterday or the day before, I think it was the day before yesterday, so today's Friday, and, um, like I said, for, I've said this a lot on the show, my Monday is everybody's actual Friday, because on Friday, it's, it's Friday, everybody doesn't who doesn't work on Saturday and Sunday is relishing this last day of work, school or whatever it is you're doing. I know it's summertime, so not every single person's in school right now, but uh, yeah, so people are relishing the the fact that it's Friday and enjoying the fact that it's Friday, and you know we'll go to uh, you know like I said uh, go to school for that final time, go to work for that final time, enjoy it. But hey. I don't care because most times I work um, uh, night shift. I'm, I'm mainly uh, a closer shift, so I work like you know, later at night. So if I'm at home, if I'm cool, if I'm out of this weather, that's all that matters to me. I think I usually like work from 5 to 2, 5 to one thirty ish 5 to 2-ish. But today I work at 6, so it's 6 to 2. You know, it's not a bad shift, man. Like I said, I, I stay up a lot. I'm very up at night, too. But uh, it works perfectly for me because I'm not a morning person. And I, oh, you know, like today, for example, like I usually get up around 12 or 1. But I just kept going back to sleep, back to sleep, back to sleep, back to sleep. I just wouldn't get up. 
but there was a period of time where I was kind of uncomfortable physically. Like, I, I feel like I need a new pillow that's a lot more uncomfortable, maybe, and I need to sleep on the side of a bed that's not so squishy, because, like, when I get up, or my neck, if I don't have enough support, I, f- I just felt like that overall, like, that night, uh, after, um, what is it, after a few, I was just like, it's absolutely, um, you know, uncomfortable, but, uh, that's a different conversation for a different day, but, yeah, like, so I just been chilling and stuff the last couple of days i did have some uh some really really good stuff the other day i'm not going to mention what it is on the fucking podcast but let me just tell you ladies and gentlemen that was a hell of a experience not something you do quite often though that's for sure but um the rest of the day uh i believe oh yeah I just believe after the podcast i'm gonna actually take a shower and uh and get ready for that. There wasn't any way we were going to go without a podcast here on a Friday. It was owed on a Wednesday. That didn't happen. So, I mean, like I said, and I'm excited for the next few episodes of the podcast. We'll be using the iPad and stuff for for uh, episodes and stuff. And, uh, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, just, it's an overall exciting gift and stuff. I'm, I'm a nerd and stuff like that, too. So, I'll be able to watch, like, a lot of my favorite shows. And now, with... Me being exposed to Paramount Plus, oh yeah, baby, we're gonna have a good time for sure. And uh, my birthday's coming up too. Are we gonna do a birthday podcast this year? Did we do one last year? I don't. I really don't remember. I don't remember birthdays like that, especially if there's like a lot of stuff going on in that day or in that week or in that specific time period of my life. Then I'm not gonna be like one to, um, what's it called? I'm not gonna be one to. Uh, remember specifics because like for the last few birthdays there yeah, I really didn't have it scheduled or set up or you know, I worked on my birthday last year I believe but this will be the first birthday where I haven't worked and I specifically requested for it to be off so I could have a good time maybe hump hop on a podcast for a bit talk about some sh- good shit on there maybe take some shots there get some, get fucked up before the party have a good party or something or go out to like the bar or something you know like everything's fully open so uh i mean i haven't really gone to too many places just yet like since this whole thing i mean it only opened on the 15th only been about four days and two of the days i've been at home and and one of the days you know i've been here i've just been at home and stuff but the couple of places i went you know um i took off the mask i didn't have one on but i did see lots of people still you know, a good handful of people out there still wearing the masks. Like, the one thing I was explaining the other day was, like, when I walked up to the counter or something the other day, I went to buy, like, a fuck ton of food. I was hella fucking... I had the munchies, like, crazy the other day. I spent, like, $30 in food. It was, like, crazy. Absolutely crazy. But that's not the point. So, I went in there. The lady, the girl, it was, like, a cute short girl, all right? She was wearing a mask, and they had this plastic, uh covering thing, you know, like the little plastic shield over the whole uh, first half of the register, like, you know, it's it's covers the face part of where the most likely the, the employees stand in, so when they're facing you, all you see is that plastic shield thing in front of their fucking face, right? So, me being me, I was just thinking in my head, I was just like, well, she has a mask on, I don't know what to think. I don't know if I should feel bad about this. Should I feel bad about this? I mean, we don't have to wear a fucking mask. That's it's the the rule, the law, the regulations of California. California is officially reopened, and a lot of um, a lot of businesses and local businesses are dropping the mask mandate. So if you don't have a mask on, you can walk in. Okay, so I'm only going off of what the the government says or what the um the regulations and laws and and rules that california decides to take with however even though like the coronavirus isn't all over completely and shit people still test positive and still not feel good it's still awesome to see that get uh taken care of fully so i mean when jobs like my job for example because the restaurant when they decide to drop the mask mandates too with no bullshit attached then that's when i'll be fully free like i want nothing to do with masks at all 
So if you're like one of those one of those places, man, if it's one of those places that's like, oh, only if you're there's a handful of them too, by the way. Get ready. If you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Okay, what if you don't want to get vaccinated? You don't have to get vaccinated. It's not a law to get vaccinated. That's why. Hence, if you're not vaccinated, what are you gonna send a fine to someone's house because they don't want the the virus or the 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 vaccination? You don't have to have it, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just tell you that firsthand. I could sacrifice a couple of places that I don't have to go to because they either want masks or only vaccinated people, or maybe you wear a mask, or or if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, but there's certain places that require you still to wear a mask unless you're vaccinated. That's slavery. That's illegal. I don't have to wear, I don't have to wear a mask. I'm not going to. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's all about your freedoms. It's, uh, I don't know how we got talking about this, but yeah, everything's opening up. So uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what it's like after a while. I mean, a lot of people were pretty traumatized for a while. I mean, for me, it was like uh, wearing this mask is, was all a part of a, like, for like the longest time. It was something that I was wearing, wearing. I mean, longest time being like one year. And I felt like the longest year ever. I mean, still to this day, we are wearing masks still on public transit. I took the bus the other day, right, to... Uh, forgot where I was going. I think I was going to like the mall or some shit. So there's been a couple of times I've taken like public transportation, you know, BART and, uh, you know, I guess it's so the main thing is I'm taking the bus the other day, right? For the first time, like super long, right? And they still have the mask on, but there's been like other buses I've seen go by and the drivers weren't wearing a mask, but I don't know how the regulations go, especially when you're dealing with not government officials, but like, you know, you're like a, like a company, a real a company that's close and worked close to like the CDC and stuff like that. They they guide and they determine a lot of things and they tell the people this and it's your choice to get together, do a meeting and decide whether or not to close this or do that. You know, like originally back then in the uh, what is it uh, when the Corona all that stuff first started and all the schools started shutting down. Every day you woke up, every single store. I got a store you thought of announced it's temporarily closing and then everything started going fucking wild, dude. It was pretty fucking traumatizing, never knowing, like, if things were going to reopen again, if this was going to be the new normal, and yeah, man, it was a pretty traumatizing time, but uh, hey, like I said, if you're able to go places with a mask off, I'd godly recommend it. Uh, if you're with grandma and stuff, you may feel a little bit different about about the masks and stuff. Grandma may be forced to wear a fucking mask the whole time. You never know. <laughs> but, um, anyways, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we're halfway through 2021. There's over a million podcasters worldwide. Why don't you contribute? Why don't you be one of the few to publish, produce, have your own motherfucking podcast out there talk about anything you want it doesn't matter what it is you can interview people you could talk about shit to people you could give your thoughts on the world as you know it you give your thoughts on your favorite shows give your thoughts on anything you could talk about anything with anyone for a limited amount of time i do it once a week i do about an hour or so a week about a total of two hours between both podcasts all together each and every week and i've been using anchor for four plus years i've been podcasting for six so ladies and gentlemen i've been doing a lot of these podcasts before a lot of the people that are out there now i mean our upper our episode numbers say it all ladies and gentlemen so like i said with anchor like i said it is a five-star rating for a reason both in the app store as well as the google play market five-star ratings five-star reviews there's not one negative thing to say about Anchor, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, be sure to download Anchor for yourself. Uh, Anchor.fm forward slash KWTKpod um, to listen, stream, and contribute to our show directly. Um, if you want to start your own podcast, you can visit the website directly to www.anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today as well. Um, follow us on Twitter at KWTKpod as well as uh, Instagram G the King underscore official and uh, Twitter real G the King underscore as well as Jim. So um, now back to it. What fucking flavor was this shit? I forgot what flavor this this 
specific pen was. What was it? I do believe I have the box somewhere, like on my bed or some shit like that. OG Kush. Was it OG Kush? Give me a second. Ah, it's right here. Um, it's Purple Punch. Okay, so Purple Punch. I think I, I believe I've had this one before. Yeah, so Purple Punch is an Indica. So Indica is like, for me, that's my favorite uh, fucking brand because the... Well, favorite strain because... I mean, I know about hybrid. I mean, hybrid seems like, yeah, it's going to get you all moving around and get you all excited and, you know, you're moving around, you got hella energy. But, um, I mean, for me, Indica is like the one where I can move around. I can work efficiently. I can be high as fuck. I can still get shit done. You know, it doesn't matter. Did you know, you want to know like a secret? I don't know if it should be comfortable saying this on the show because you never know who listens. You don't even know if your boss, your ex-girlfriend, your mom... Your grandma. It doesn't know. It doesn't matter who listens to this very episode. I was just gonna say, like for me, I'm usually most times I'm usually always high. So if you ain't able to tell that I'm high, then you really don't know me that well. But um, yeah, man, it, it doesn't affect my performances though. I've always felt like, you know, for example, if there's like a uh, like a top boss or something like that, or it's a brand new day. And I'm it's, I'm starting like a new job or something, for example. Then like little moments like that, or if I'm gonna be late or some shit, and you know, then, then like the anxiety starts a little bit. But I I really uh I try to have some solid control over my anxiety because we've talked about this on the other podcast and we've talked about it in the past. You know, anxiety is one of the main killers. That's one of the top uh my top um not favorite, but my top enemy top thing that I ever have to deal with in the world you know that's one of the top things without anxiety without depression without any of these things for any human on the planet could you imagine the world we live in so much less lives would be taken by oneself if anxiety depression overthinking didn't exist so I try not to overthink things but there's some things even the weed can't unmask you know our weed can mask not weed excuse me I'm not smoking weed I tell people I don't smoke weed. What I do, I I do vape, though. It's like, I, I was in the shop the other day, right? I go in, and, and it's been a while since I went into the cannabis shop, and it's like a local store that I go to. That's the only one I personally go to. I know people that go to another, other stops, shops, excuse me, outside the store, and there's one other shop that I do go to, but it's kind of far out. And this one's a little bit, like, more closer in the city. It's probably about 10 minutes from here. But, um, like, it's a, it's, it's a good shop. I mean, I feel like they have a good selection of everything. They're always fully stocked. I mean, every place, I, every time I go in there, it looks like it's pretty fully stocked. I mean, they have a choice of edible, CBD oil, CBD cream, uh, the cannoline syrup. It's like that uh, lean, the cannoline, this cannabis version of the over-the-counter uh, cough syrup that everybody likes. Um, and they also got, uh, you know, they got pre-rolls. They got, did they got everything you could ever imagine in a weed store, mostly, on average. If you're su- not super picky or anything, they have everything you could ever imagine there. So, yeah, I went in there. I asked where the full grams of sizzies were, and I said, uh, do you have any indicas? I mean, after a while, dude, the live resins are good. I'm a big fan of live resin stizzy carts and shit, but after a while, I feel like the tolerance of those, uh, like the tolerance of those go downhill so fast. Like, my tolerance is so good, it's like I have to take multiple puffs and all that too, so it's like, mm-mm. I mean, at the end of the day, if I you might have to just take more puffs and hold it in a little bit longer and stuff. But you know, for a while, like when I first started smoking, I probably started smoking about uh, age eighteen, dude. I could not hold it in for shit. Every other, every other fucking uh, thing, I'll just be coughing and shit, and just be like. <laughs> and let me tell you, man, I'm not a fan of coughing just in general. Like when you're sick or you got the flu. 
or maybe so like the corona i didn't cough when i had the coronavirus but no like say for people get sick or get the flu or something like that you know it's coughing left and right i'm like really this is how i'm gonna fucking do this i am not a fan of this i hate coughing i hate it to my gut and it's nothing it's it's not fun it's not something i like and i fucking hate it and can't can't this fucking stop that's exactly my feelings when it comes to coughing I'm not a fan of it, man. It's, it sucks, but if you're able to hold um, your vaping or your um, your your hits from your pipe or your bongs or whatever it is you're smoking on your joint, you know that's how you know your, your lungs get better. Otherwise, we refer to these people as having baby lungs. I refer to myself as having baby lungs as well at one point in time. You know what I mean? A semi blinker. I just took a semi blinker here on this episode of Kick It with the King. fucking around like I said earlier we don't really talk too much about fight nights unless there's two big impl- there's big implications coming out of it or this is absolute non-stop buzz for these upcoming fight nights but one fight night it's not a fight night it's a pay-per-view upcoming pay-per-view UFC 264 if I'm not mistaken headlined by former champion two-division champion, Conor McGregor. He takes on Dustin Poirier. They complete the trilogy. This will be the third meeting they had inside the octagon. Um, the first fight contested at was contested at 145 pounds, resulted in Conor delivering his patented first-round knockout, as predicted. Um, back at that time, um, fast-forward like five or six years, man. Now they have the second fight, and, you know, Conor... Looks completely different. He, he's very boxing heavy. He didn't check leg kicks. He didn't really use his, his patented leg kicks that he always did, his front kicks of the body. And he's never, he wasn't really that bubbly on the feet. And what I mean by bubbly, like he wasn't very light on the feet like we're used to seeing McGregor. Okay. And then Dustin Poirier turns it up and, you know, lands a very vicious so it wasn't like a, a huge flurry then land that nasty overhand was it the uh, overhand left or right and that's when he really stung McGregor Connor's like in retreat mode and you know he goes down and then Poirier lands that one additional punch and the fight was over but anyways it was like a, a very vicious flurry and I'd say a lot more impressive than the Floyd Mayweather one I mean that's boxing this is MMA but I'd say the, the second win Poirier has over Connor was absolutely impressive. I mean, no one ever really seen Connor get put out like that. I mean, obviously, like I said, in the Floyd one, he was still standing. But, you know, Poirier did it to enough to where Connor wasn't standing anymore, which is absolutely impressive. But nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, they meet this summer, this July, um, part three, round three. Considering, like, how long? How many rounds did they fought with each other total? So less than a round. Less than a round for the first time. Less than three rounds. So it's less than five rounds. These guys have fought with each other, but now this will be the next one. I I can't wait. Honestly, I'm excited. I really want to see what um. I really want to see what changes Connor made because. In the rematches that we have seen with Connor, I think the only rematch we've seen with him, other than the Poirier one, was the fight with Nate Diaz, the second Nate Diaz fight. We've seen him incorporate those leg kicks on Nate. He remembered that from the time Nate fought Rafael Dos Anjos. And fast forward to the Leon Edwards Nate Diaz fight as well. Did we talk about that already? Oh, yeah, we did. We did that last, that was the last episode, I believe, the post show. 
it just feels like so long ago. Can you believe that? That's how fast, that's how, like, how long I think time goes, how fast time goes by, but it feels like it was forever ago. That's what I meant to say. But, um, I mean, he incorporated late kicks. He was successful. He dropped Diaz a few times in that fight. But at the end of the day, I thought Diaz really, like, other than that, uh, he he had a lot more of a significant moments, and I thought Diaz won the second one. But we're not here to talk about that. Main thing is Connor uses uh, amazing strategies and, and and rematches. He tends to do better. He didn't do better in the Poirier fight. He essentially did worse because he only took a boxing huge boxing base. And you know, obviously he was Connor in there. But you know, when you take out a huge part of your game that made you successful, then that's gonna pose problems for you because you're going to be limited for skill because you're taking out weapons that you use that you once were successful with he's taken out lake he didn't take out the he took out the the kicks really essentially in the second fight which cost him against poirier all respects to poirier he landed those nasty calf kicks too which would have limited them limited the movement of connor in general but he wasn't throwing kicks to begin with but poirier decided to throw those nasty calf kicks you know, Connor said it was a calf kick, so you visibly see him limping afterwards. And you know, Connor got a little taste of his own medicine, but you know he would look to right the wrong in this third meeting, and it had huge implications for the winner for sure. We talked about this on the last episode of Kicking It with the King. It was you know, Connor is a big star. Connor has done severely exceptional things, huge accomplishments made millions of dollars he's done a lot of things a lot of people don't get to do in the mixed martial arts world especially crossover on the biggest stage in, in boxing and box the best boxer of all time in the form of floyd mayweather and attract the amount of attention that he did with that fight what he was able to do with that fight on the world tours what he was able to do when he knocked out jose aldo when he knocked out eddie alvarez he got the two belts he jumped on the cage. He was screaming. He was demanding for his second belt. Connor just, you know, um, you know, stealing Jose Aldo's, Jose Aldo's belt too. Also, the freaking buses incident with Khabib, freaking the fight with Khabib, the UFC 226 after it, the big brawl that they had. Connor's been a part of some massive parts of UFC history. Unfortunately, the 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 brawl after the uh, the Khabib Connor fight. Um, was, you know, obviously was absolutely crazy, but that showed you how much beef these guys seriously had, and there was a massive brawl, man, that was a huge brawl, that was a huge thing, the bus incident was crazy too, so, Connor's been a part of a lot of huge things, and I don't want people to have to remember him for those things, so he's got a lot at stake, when's the last time Connor won? The last, the last performance Connor had. The last fight. Who, who who was the last fight? Other than Poirier. Other than Poirier. I want to see Connor. Connor McGregor. I mean, is it the old man that he punched in the bar? We, we haven't seen Connor. When, when was Connor? Kamaru Usman says, Connor has money, but bro, you got knocked out. But he still has money, though. And more money than you, motherfucker. Shut your mouth. Alright, so the record. Here we go. The last fight against Poirier. TKO. Ah, okay. So his last win, he, he's had a win. But it wasn't at lightweight. It was uh, against Donald Cerrone. Um, and that was when he... That was his infamous comeback after the Khabib fight. He comes back. He beats Cerrone up. And we don't get Connor for like the rest of the year, I do believe. And he was saying he was gonna fight, he was wanting to come back, and then we finally get the pot, the fight with with Poirier. <coughs> Excuse me. Um and then after that, we haven't got him back. And he's gonna fight Poirier again. We'll get to see who the better man truly is. I mean and and I was thinking about this. And I wrote notes about this very next topic, but it just so happened it comes back to my head and we are able to discuss and talk about this. For Connor, he hasn't won at lightweight. He hasn't we haven't really seen too much of Connor other than the Khabib fight. But we really got under a minute of Connor 
for that one in the Cerrone fight. We broke Cerrone's nose with the elbow, uh, the the uh, shoulder strikes, and then landed that nasty head kick, and then that vintage, uh, precise, nasty ground and pound. He wins that one, but we really, really don't get to see too much of him, other than the second fight with Poirier, right? That was the second time, and we we got to see him, but it wasn't Connor that we're normally used to seeing. Okay, so after that, we go from that to now. Wondering what the third version of Connor will be like against this third version of Poirier. I'm excited for it. I'm a really exciting fight between uh, two guys who've been there and done a lot in their careers. For Poirier, um, you know, he has a bell at home. He's a former undisputed, uh, well, not undisputed, former interim UFC lightweight champion. He did win a belt. He captured a UFC belt. But nevertheless, here we go using that word again. Nevertheless... Poirier would like an undisputed UFC lightweight title, and the only way he can do that is by getting over Conor McGregor. Dustin Poirier beats Conor McGregor. He's excellent life for Charles Oliveira. Same thing goes for Conor. And if you're a money maker, if you're if you're looking at the big money fights and stuff, for Conor getting the belt and shutting haters up for after a long time, you know, for it seems like Conor hasn't had a belt in a while, but for Conor to be an active champion. And be a champion in the UFC in 2021-2022 would be absolutely amazing. And if we could thwart together the return of one John Jones, if we can get him against Francis Ngannou here in UFC in the UFC in 2021 or 2022, hopefully we'll get something like that. Hopefully we can get all these stars back on track. And you know, for Connor to win a belt, major implications. But hey, we cannot jump the gun at all. He has a tough task against Poirier. Poirier is a tough guy. He's a, he's a, he's a gritty guy. He has fantastic boxing. Um, he's you know the complete package. Great jiu-jitsu, great wrestling, great grappling. I mean, I'd say his bread and butter is on the feet. Massive pop. And, and good. Big flurries. Great combinations. I mean, his fight with Gaethje, man, that was a crazy one. The one with the the second one with Conor was a crazy one. The fight with Max Holloway was crazy. I mean, Poirier's put on some fun, exciting fights. I mean, unfortunate losses, you know, along the way, but what forks or what roads don't have forks in it, right? Sometimes we have setbacks, as Poirier did, but he's still come back and still been winning. Uh, of course, everybody loses to Khabib. There's no shame in that. Poirier came back after that, and... He got a big win and an impressive win. Both combatants, both Connor and Poirier, have a stoppage win over each other now. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the third one. I wonder. Mystic Gabe here. Wow, I'm looking at a bottle of proper 12. Hmm, is it time? Is it time to lay some bets down here on this episode? And we have to refer back to this one when it happens. All right, let's see. Connor gets his normal repertoire skills back together. He uses his kicks. He uses his angles. He uses his his ecstatic movement and the movement and everything and the timing that got him and won him belts. Okay, so Connor gets that back. It's a more competitive fight. He has more tools. A hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. This goes the distance. I don't know who wins just yet. I haven't fully thought about it. When it gets a little closer to the fight, I might one hundred percent have a prediction. Unless Poirier does the same thing again, which I highly doubt Connor would like to happen, nor would he let it happen. He's always been good in rematches. Um, obviously, like I said, the second rematch with Poirier didn't really, you know, obviously it didn't go so well. But you know, Connor always tends to come back and if you I mean we can't completely judge him off his Instagram but if you look at Conor McGregor's Instagram as of late doesn't look like he's fucking off looks like he's uh, in shape it looks like he's uh, really taking a training he's training in California one I, I believe if I'm not mistaken he said on his Instagram that he bikes 10 miles to sparring I think it's, he lives 10 miles from the gym and he biked. 
and there's been a lot of memes coming up. I mean, Connor's in traffic. There's cars behind him, and uh, one of the memes was like, imagine uh, telling your boss you're late because you're behind Connor McGregor in traffic. Dude, that would be some savage shit, though. Let me let me just tell you that firsthand. That would be funny, man. But yeah, he's taking training seriously. He's looking good physically. He looks in good shape. He's he's really worked on his conditioning. And, you know, he's a guy who's obsessed with being great. And I, I love the mind of him. I know he obsesses about training. He, he's very calculated when it comes to it. I mean, his training regimens, the fact, the fact that he has multiple businesses, the fact that he has his own training uh, uh, program, the McGregor Fast, and everything he's doing <clears throat> inside the octagon and outside the octagon, money-wise, performance-wise, physical-wise, business-wise, proper 12, alcoholic-wise. Dude, he's, he's doing it. So he could retire and be perfectly fine. I mean, a win over Poirier, obviously, I don't think Connor's anywhere near done. Um, I, I still believe he would like to fight for that 155-pound uh, belt. I'm, I'm pretty sure he would like some big-money fights. I mean, Floyd Mayweather's calling him out. We're getting all these crazy uh, boxing versus MMA fights. I mean, there's a lot on the table for Conor McGregor. And uh, win or lose, there's still a lot on the table for Conor, even with a loss against Poirier in the third one. We still have a man in the form of Nate Diaz that makes a fun fight. Connor had fun with him in the second fight. Nate had fun with him in the first one. I mean, there's a score to be settled there. Say Connor doesn't want to fight all right away for the undisputed lightweight title. Who will fight Charles Oliveira? But if Connor doesn't fight for the title with a win over Poirier, this third one, do we get Connor Diaz? Do we get Connor beating Poirier? Fighting Charles Oliveira, beating Charles Oliveira, then we get Nate Diaz get right gets right into the mix without even a fight at one hundred fifty five pounds, let alone a win. How do we do this? How do we go about this? That's what's crazy when it comes to the MMA world. And <clears throat> excuse me, like when you have a mind that's obsessed with the sport like that and thinking about all the potential matchups, being obsessed with knowledge, being obsessed with everything that's going on, it really makes you. The deep spectator and this is shit that I do all day long I'm thinking about shit like this when I'm looking at my phone I'm looking at an article something pops up somebody says something in the media someone has a funny tweet or some shit happens like that you know it gets me thinking and you know just in general thinking about the fights in general I mean I brought the Conor Poirier fight up just by pure knowledge and thinking about that in my head oh it's an exciting fight um, big fan of both. Both men are very uh, well disciplined. They have very good trainers behind. I mean, obviously you don't really know too much about Connor's trainers, but we do know like the great Teddy Atlas. We got the great, uh, you know, Dustin Poirier trains at American Top Team with all these great fighters like Masvidal, Yoel Romero, Kayla Harrison. I mean, all, all of everybody mostly trains at their American Top Team and several UFC champions, <coughs> excuse me, have a... Uh, <coughs> Oh, excuse me. They have a train under America top team, and he has plenty of help, plenty of looks, plenty of sparring partners, and so many different other people that he has that he can uh, train alongside. And obviously, like I said, the fact that he landed those leg kicks. I mean, Tiago Alves is a master of low leg kicks. Ooh, those must fucking hurt, but. His are more vicious and stuff, but it all comes down to who really wants it, this third fight. Very exciting fight, very interesting fight. Uh, Poirier, Connor 3, I can't wait for that. Um, how do they match up with Charles Oliveira? My updated thoughts, I know we talked about this before, on like a few episodes ago or something like that. But um, I think stand-up-wise, I think Poirier is perfectly fine. With, with, he, he matches up perfectly well with Charles Oliveira. I mean, Chandler, like I said, is a great striker. But he's not a Dustin Poirier. Yeah, he's a great striker. He's fast. He's explosive. If he lands, it's it's gonna be a not a good night. But I feel chin wise, performance wise, defense wise, movement wise, I think Poirier's a better uh, uh a better fighter than Michael Chandler. Even though Chandler's won belts and stuff, I'm looking at the modern day matchups. And what I'm saying about 
modern day matchups is I'm looking at Charles Oliveira, what he was able to do to Michael Chandler. Okay, so imagine Dustin Poirier in that sequence, in that in that fight. That doesn't happen to Dustin Poirier. It does happen to Michael Chandler, though. It has happened to him before. And we've seen it happen. I mean, Poirier never really got knocked out other than the Michael Johnson and, and the first Conor McGregor fight. But can you think about how many other fights he's had in between since then? And yeah, he has a couple submission losses. I mean, one of the Korean Zombie who fights this weekend against Dan Ige, I do believe, on ESPN+. Um, other than that, Poirier really doesn't have any other knockout wins. He holds a knockout win and the biggest win of his career over Conor McGregor. I mean, the wins he's had over Max Holloway, two of them twice. And the way he beat Max Holloway, that was a fun fight. That was a really good fight. But um, for Poirier, you know, to get, in the, to get into these fight of the night fights each and every time, back to back to back, isn't healthy for sure. I mean, if you were to get into one of those each and every time, like the one with Ju- Justin Gaethje uh, and, you know, the fights with uh, Eddie Alvarez and shit like that, man. Like, fights like that, bad to back to back. Personally, I don't think it's too healthy for the fighters. And after a while, I, could, I think it could uh, really, um, like, you know, it could really limit your ability to take a punch. And it really can cause for a great fighter like Poirier, who's known to have a really good chin and really good stand-up and, and this overall really decent fighter. You know, we don't want to see someone like him get put away easily. And we don't know if that can happen in this fight. It can happen either one. It's going to be an interesting fight. UFC 264, a live on pay-per-view. That one's going to be a great one. Poirier versus Connor 3. I mean, I cannot wait for that one. So, I, I, as time goes by, um, I think both men, Poirier and Connor. Connor's great on the feet, too. Obviously, like I said, Charles Oliveira is able to get him down in, in, in some sort of way if Connor versus Charles Oliveira were ever to happen and, and Charles was able to get Connor down. That would be bad for Connor because Charles is a submission master, man. Not a lot of people are able to survive Charles' submissions and stuff like that. I mean, Tony Ferguson didn't tap when his arm was hyperextended. I mean, he got Michael Chandler's back and he wasn't able to get the submission. So, I mean, it all signs point to, I mean, like, like I said before, I didn't even think he was going to knock Chandler out. I, I thought he was going to win. I didn't think he was going to knock him out like that, though. But, hey, he knocked him out. And fast forward now, we're looking at, uh, Charles Oliveira's potential next two opponents in the form of Connor or Dustin Poirier. It'll be interesting to see how he fares. Um, another man that's in the is in the mix still at 155 pounds. Not a lot of people are mentioning him. Not a lot of people are talking about him. But uh, one Justin Gaethje hasn't had a fight since the Khabib fight, and he has been looking for a fight. The UFC reportedly hasn't been. Um, uh, what is it, accepting his, like, he wants specific fights, or, uh, like, he asks for specific fights, and then UFC tells him no, or it doesn't make sense, or they're not going to do it, and, you know, he's had a hard time fighting, looking for fights, and a uh, hard fight against Khabib Nurmagomedov, he really got fucked up in that one, I mean, not, like, not fucked up, but he got fucking strangled by Khabib in that one, but... Uh, he's looking to come back, so I mean, I think he fits right up in there. Maybe Justin Gaethje could fight the loser of Connor versus uh, Poirier. I mean, maybe the loser, or or maybe he fights a uh, Dan Hooker or something like that. Hooker versus Gaethje or something, or maybe Justin Gaethje should fight Michael Chandler. If Michael Chandler's looking to come back and 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 right the wrongs and still want to go for championship belts. He can fight Justin Gaethje. That's a fight we've been wanting to see for a while, right? Why not? That's a good fun fight. I'm excited for that one. Maybe have that happen. I mean, oh, he hasn't had a fight in a while, so it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens with that one. Woo! But uh, a great fight this weekend between, as you just previously mentioned, uh... Danny Ige taking on the Korean zombie, Chan Sung Jung. Korean zombie uh, has knockout power. He's very vicious. His submissions are very vicious as well. Especially when Korean zombie gets you hurt. He's not stopping. He's going to keep coming forward until the fight's over. And, and um, 
You know, he's going up against a real tough guy, too. Dan Ige just came off a really nasty uh, uh, knockout win in his own right, too. So that's going to be interesting. I mean, curious to see how, uh, what's it called, um, how that fight goes. And uh, who else is on the card of that one? That, that one's a really good card. Um, the wins just happened, I believe. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Governor Gavin Newsom assaulted by a man on Oakland Street. Ooh, what a way to end this podcast. Gavin Newsom assaulted. I gotta see this video. Oh, it was uninjured, so he's a savage, man. You don't insult, uh, you don't want to assault, uh, government officials and shit like that, man. Assault, you'll probably be in there for a while, man. Fucking <laughs> assaulted Gavin Newsom. <laughs> oh, California unveils new digital COVID vaccination card system. Oh, they can, they can access their COVID shit online, but I don't give a fuck about all that shit. Uh, ladies and I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for the this episode of kicking it with the king we had a wild fucking time today on this uh episode we're a little bit everywhere but hey nevertheless that's what makes a great fucking show um we will be back later on uh this week for another episode of severely open-minded because we didn't have one this week but we will have one next week and uh i can't wait for that one uh good luck to the fights the fighters and the fights uh, this weekend, um, some recent boxing fights announced since we talked earlier about uh, uh, boxing the MMA. Uh, Vitor Belfort, like I said, we talked about him. He's fighting uh, the real Tarzan first in a, a boxing match. And most recently announced, too, Oscar De La Hoya will be coming out of retirement to box Vitor Belfort in an exhibition fight. And then this weekend... We've got Anderson Silva boxing uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. in his first boxing match, his boxing debut. What a crazy fucking world we live in. And then fast forward to the future, we got Tyron Woodley boxing Jake Paul. A- am I in a simulation right now? What's going on here? ladies and gentlemen but nevertheless ladies and gentlemen that is it that is our show uh, i appreciate you guys uh, hit the music we need to put on some uh, background music for this podcast too so we're gonna do that i will add that via the magic of anchor um gabriel hernandez signing off ladies and gentlemen uh kwtk pod on instagram and twitter g the king underscore official on instagram um, click the link in the Insta bio and access to all of my premium content and my OnlyFans. I was getting all the premium podcast content, all of my social medias, all in one place, ladies and gentlemen. Save yourself the stress. Save yourself the time. Click the link in the Insta bio. We have access to everything and all things. Kicking it with the king, severely open-minded, and everything has to do with me today, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you guys for joining us here. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. I can't wait for the next one. Uh, Severely Open Minded returns next week along with another episode, episode two, episode 359 of Kicking with the King Returns as well, ladies and gentlemen. Each and every week, same platform, same host, different podcast. We're out of this, bitch. DJ, it's all yours.
your place on fire Let's get higher I'm gonna set your place on fire Let's get higher I'm gonna set your place on fire Let's get higher I'm gonna set your place on fire Let's get higher